Hello and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of Brandon and Mildenhall for the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. Pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went to his hometown, and his disciples accompanied him. At the coming of the Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and most of them were astonished when they heard him. They said, Where did the man get all this? What is this wisdom that has been granted him, and these miracles that are worked through him? This is the carpenter, surely, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Jude and Simon. His sisters too, are they not here with us? And they would not accept him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is only despised in his own country, among his own relations, and in his own house. And he could work no miracle there, though he cured a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. My grace is enough for you. This passage from the second letter of the Corinthians is both a comforting yet profound scripture. It's one that um, is very personal to me. I put it on my um, ordination card, had it for the motto for my priestly ministry. Um, and I've spoken about that before, so I'm not going to speak about it anymore uh, again. Um, but it's a great and beautiful verse, an important scripture. And a little background always helps when looking at the scriptures, because we only ever hear sort of little pericopes, little passages drawn out, um, often out of context. Now, what's happening here? Well, St. Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, where there is lots of trouble. Um, particularly with um, far-out so-called Christian teachers that are making themselves out to be better than the ordinary run-of-the-mill Christians. And they were doing this by boasting of themselves, um, telling stories of being transported to um, another realm, of being super-spiritual, or hearing this or that angel, making themselves out to be kind of um, spiritual uh, elite Christians, as if they had some kind of special revelation. The Christians at Corinth are full of themselves and are pining after um, an easy spiritual life. St. Paul refuses to go along with this. Now, he's not saying that these experiences do not occur. But on the whole, they are rare, and it's not what being a Christian is about. St. Paul is concerned that pride will destroy the lives and the good work of the Christians at Corinth, and he warns them against this. And St. Paul's own pride is being kept at bay by something, a thorn in the flesh, 
Now, there has been endless speculation at what precisely this fawn in the flesh was. A recurrent disease, perhaps. Regular persecution, perhaps. Even a struggle with temptation in a particular area of sin. We don't really know. But the point... The point is that it didn't just happen once, but that it niggled away at Paul so that he um, couldn't really just simply enjoy wonderful experiences or spiritual experiences for their own sake. Now, the point is that he prayed hard and long for God to take it away, to remove this fawn in the flesh. And God answered his prayer by saying, no, no. That is the ultimate answer to the boasting Christians of Corinth. And that is the ultimate answer to any of us when we think we can become puffed with pride and boast of our own spiritual life. You can feel their expectations building up as St. Paul tells his story of this satanic messenger that has come to trouble him. The people listening would be thinking that um, it just can't be God's will for you to suffer with this. Claim the victory of Jesus um, over Satan, you know, and it will go. Amen. Get rid of it. Three times St. Paul prays for it to go. And on the third time, his listeners will be expecting the Lord to take it away. To do away with this nasty business. And yet God says something quite different from what is expected. St. Paul does receive an answer. He does receive a word from the Lord. And it's one of the most healing comforting, reassuring, and steadying words ever recorded. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is at best in weakness. My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is enough. God's grace, his very life, his love communicated to us freely. You know, we need God's grace, all of us. And in the end, God's grace is all we need. It's enough for us. We live in an age and in a time where we've become so self-sufficient that we can fall into the danger of thinking that we do not need God, that we do not need a saviour. But when we realise our utter dependence on God, when we realise we cannot fix everything ourselves, when we realise that he is the one in charge, we are freed to become the holy people that God is calling us to be. The pressure is off us. You know, the world is constantly telling us that we have to prove ourselves and earn our way through life. The world makes us think that everything depends on us. But this is folly and ultimately is a lie. Everything depends on God. God is the one in charge, not us. He has a bigger and more loving perspective than we could ever imagine. 
If God is asking us, calling us to do specific things, he will give us the grace to do it. And this, above all, is an invitation to trust God. My power is at best in weakness. This sums up what God is telling us through St. Paul. God's power and human power is not the same thing. And often our human power has to be knocked out of the way altogether so that God's glory and power can shine through and achieve wonderful things in us. God is inviting us, brothers and sisters, always to trust him. It's both as simple and as difficult as that. Being a Christian is not about nice, warm feelings or doing nice, spiritual things. Being a Christian is about surrendering to the will of God. Living the life that Christ lives, a life which includes both cross and resurrection. If there is no cross, there is no crown. When things are not going well, when things are just puzzling in our lives, when we or those whom we love are ill, when we are plagued with doubts, fears, temptations, pandemics, when we think we cannot carry on, when things seem just too much, when we can't see a way forward, we are not to despair. We are not forgotten by God. On the contrary, we are in the power seat because we cannot but not trust God's grace working in and through us. God invites us to trust him. God gently reminds us that he is the one in charge, not us. And he says to each of us, take heart, courage. My grace is enough for you. For it's when we are weak, then and only then, are we strong. Amen. Thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish at Brandon and Mildenhall, please go to our website, which is stthomas-stjohnparish.com. That's stthomas-stjohnparish.com. If you want to read more articles and stories and theological reflections, please check out my blog at fatherlukegoymore.com. That's fatherlukegoymore.com. Feel free also to follow me on Twitter at FatherLukeG and Instagram at FatherLukeGoymore. Stay safe and God bless you.